This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new values, and a new experience. Hello and welcome to some others do have them. <laughs> the B-Side, episode one, season two. Hello all, young and old, female and male, and any other genre in between. This is the side of the show where we concentrate on the lesser-known artists and lesser-known music. We give them a, a stage, if you like, a stage in which to be heard. Because there's a lot of mainstream people out there getting a lot of attention that I feel... They don't deserve. And there's a lot of people we're coming across on a day-to-day, weekly basis. And uh, we feel they do deserve a shot, a chance to get heard. Their art to be put out there, as it were. So, this week we have with me in the studio, we have Wayne. Hello, everybody. How are you, Wayne? I'm very good. Cold, but very good. It is quite cold, isn't it? Have you had a good week? It's been all right, yeah. It's mm. okay. Anything on the music side? Um, just listening to lots of different band bands. I've picked up a new book this week, so I'm going through some of the albums in that and all that sort of laughable brilliance. Yeah, this. How week, about you, Richard? Me? What have you been oh, doing? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, nothing new, really. I'm just uh, listening, listening to emails and reading music. So, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. So a lot of uh, people contacting us all the time and I'm still trying to come up with ways where I can help everyone. You know, I want to be the Jesus of the music world. I mean, we do, we do, when we started, it was, it was just a simple idea for a show, which is expanded, expanded. So we, we started with the artist of the week. Uh, oh, it was artist of the day to start with, but it was too yeah, much. I got, I got pissed off with that. So then we do, I might have to go back to that, to be fair. We do artist of the week. Sometimes the artist of the week, and uh, we have a bit of a crossover. I think Grey was an artist of the week. She ended up on our main show. And then Rich came up with the idea of the B-sides, which is where we just bring five songs of bands who've contacted us that we like and we want to promote and, and shove Matt in the world. So yes, this week we we have five artists lined up. Uh, we have Selene the Voice. We have Pee 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 uh, so Greyhound yeah. Factory. The Greyhound Factory. What did yeah. I say? Greyhouse Factory. Good name for a band as well, also. Yeah, Greyhound Factory. Yes, and uh, we'll be having a chat about those and listening to their their art. Yes. So yeah, so we bounce bounce on to the first uh, artist, Wayne. Yeah, we do. Selene the Voice. Yes, Selene the Voice. She's a, a versatile singer. With a wide range of abilities, she's had a new term to describe her personal style. It's a, it's electronica hip opera. It's a mix of electronica, hip hop beat, operatic elements, and it draws from R and B, experimental electronica, and pop. She's from the Bay Area. She takes 
takes inspiration, right, Wayne? Not inspiration, well, inspiration. If she's covered in tattoos, she also takes inspiration. Brilliant. So it just depends. She takes inspiration from Amy Winehouse, Origa, Origa, whoever that is, Tina Quo, Daft Punk, and Pharrell. And uh, this is her song, Why Can't You?
So that was Selene the Voice with her song Why Can't You? Uh what do you reckon? <clears throat> yeah. Um it's a really fun, happy song this, isn't it? You know, it's uh even though it's dealing the subject of the song is, you know, I love you, why can't you love me sort of thing, you know, or why can't you fully commit to me because I'm fully committed to you? It's still lots of fun. You know, it's a bonkers song from the outset. I when it yeah. started you know, so you look at the name, Selene the Voice. It starts, it's got a bit of Celtic in there, it's a bit folky, and then you get the boom of the dubstep, and you just go, Well, that's left field as hell, that is. <laughs> and, then, and then you come into a bit of like 90s softcore, you know, dance music. Uh, just fantastic. It's a, it's a good song, it'll make you smile if nothing else. You know, it's, uh, you say she's from, from San Francisco. The Bay Area, yeah, so, so San Francisco Bay. Is. I'm San Francisco Bay. I'm guessing, right? I might be wrong on that. So any American listeners, please write in, tell us where the Bay Area is, because it's the second artist we've had from the Bay Area, and I'm only guessing at San Francisco. But San Francisco, um, famous for its gay quarter. This song in the gay quarter, banging, it's going down. You know, Saturday night, this is going down a stormer. It really is. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't disagree. Um, I was just saying to Wayne during the song that it reminds me of a a Yelvis. Is it Yelvis or Yelvis? Yelvis, yeah. Yelvis song uh, about dubstep. <laughs> it starts off really nice. It's like a beautiful love song, and then out of nowhere, it just there's a big bass drop, and it's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing. It starts off, and you get this bass drop. You know. Whoa! It is. It takes the song completely left field, but you know, once you're in, and then it sort of comes back again. Because I was thinking, as soon as you start, I'm, like, I'm not into dubstep at all. I'm not happy about this. And then it comes back. I was like, yeah, I like this. This is good. And then it builds up to the next bit, and it does it again. And yeah, it's to me. To me, it sounded like when someone takes an original of a song and then remixes it. Yeah. And that's to me what this is. It's a, it's a, it's a remix, and. I, 
I wonder if she wrote a song first, didn't like it, found it a bit boring. I know what I'll do. I'll switch it up. I don't. But yeah, that's that's the way it feels to me. I'd be, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not I'd be bad. really interested to see if she did start in a folky Celtic vibe, and then somebody came along and said, "Have you tried this?" Or she fancied stepping outside of her box, like you know, outside of her genre. Yeah. Either way, you know. It it makes me smile and it works. It does the job. It's, as a piece of music, it's uh, it's very entertaining. Yes, it's a good tune. Yeah. Um, you can check her out on all the usual socials that you'll find in our show notes. So yeah, uh, we'll move on to Palmy from Manchester, solo musician. Looking for some exposure and just more people to listen to his music. He's just a singer-songwriter. Raw, untainted guitar sound with all the... Oh, no, that, that's my notes. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, so... What do you think of the song, Rick? I don't know. Let's play it and find out. <laughs> okay, this is uh, Pippa Palmy. <laughs> Please phonetically spell that out for us, because... Yeah, PP Palmy and his song Don't. PP Palmy, I like that. Yeah. That'll do. I miss you Oh, I do And this aching pain This inside my chest Can you lift it from me? Relieve all my stress I need you Oh, I do So if you feel like giving up Life gets a little too much I'll be there to help you find your way But don't call me today
I'll start with this one, shall I? Um, I like it. It's nice. It's beautiful. It's a it's a quaint little song. It's uh, simple. It's very stripped back. There's no over exaggerated bells and whistles about it. It just is what it is. It's cl- clean guitar sound, clean voice. It's like he's just sat in his bedroom, and he's just done everything in one take. There's no layering. There's no multi-track and he's just sat there played it out sang it recorded job done it's beautiful it's really nice um there's not really much else you can say it's not the kind of thing that you really hear in the charts or in the mainstream because it's maybe too too simple it's not this simple to play or sing i mean it's, it's just too stripped back which isn't a bad thing, I think. Yeah, you know, it's the kind of thing you'd hear in say something like Les Misérables. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it I don't. Work, think, I think you'd hear it. Work as part of a soundtrack yeah. on something. Um, for me, I listened to it a fair few times. And I struggled to come up with where it fits, and then it's it sort of hit me. It's a coffee house song, you know. It's it's yeah. it's it's quite laid back, and it's it's a nice groove. He's always going to be on the acoustic <clears> stage <throat> somewhere, and yeah, I, it's it's really nice. It's, He's only got a bit of like chorus on on his guitar, and you can hear the little imperfections which make the song stand out when he's as he's playing, and the story of the song is quite nice as well. It's it's he's asking this girl to sort of leave him alone so he can work his feelings out. So he you know he's never had he's overwhelmed with it all. Um, yeah. I think he's a good songwriter. I think I'll give him a couple more years and some more life experience, and I think he could be somewhat special. He's probably about 50 or something. Yeah, if, if you're really old, apologies for that, but you don't sound it. You sound <laughs> like early 20s. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's a nice song. It's, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful good. song. You know, yeah. at no point did it come on and, and me go, oh, I'm reaching for the skip button. You know, I hate to play out. It's a nice song. It's good to listen to. So, you can also check him out on all the usual socials and all the usual this, that, the others. Uh, I'll, I'll put all the links in. I don't have them in front of me, but I'm sure he's on. SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify, and all the other good ones. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I'd, I'd also have a think about changing your stage name. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's although, the, although it'll it, definitely stand out. It stands out, but it's a pain in the arse as well. A pain in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so, without further ado, we're moving on quite quick today, Wayne. Yes, we're no doing well. No fucking about. Yes. Good. Jesus. We've got some energy about us today. Yeah. <laughs> so our next song is a Scream For Me and it's by the Blackbird Sons. Straightforward rock and roll four-piece band from Finland. Influences, ACDC, The Who, ZZ Top, and I'm pretty sure I could come up with a thousand others as well. If it's uh, on top of your head, just pick one. 
Off the top of my head. Yeah, it's off the top of your head. Uh, White Snake. Motley Crew. There you go. <laughs> so this is Blackbird Sons with Scream for Me.
Okay, so that was Blackbird Sons with Scream for Me. Scream for Me! Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was them. That was their music. What do you think about their music? Well, Richard, after listening to this song many times... In I've, the 80s. I've got to say, I'm, I'm disgusted that this song, I think, may be about sex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're a classic rock fan... Look no further. These guys know exactly what niche they're aiming for, and I think it would be um, a raucous, raucous, raucous. Sorry, a raucous gig to go to. They Maybe quite raunchy as well. Maybe. Oh, they Raunchy. they could have some. I mean, it's not PC anymore, but they could have some pole dancers either side of the stage. You know, little girls in um, little, not little girls, girls in little skimpy shorts. You know, doing the doing dancing while they're playing. Yes. I can imagine, uh, you know, him really going for it and having I some... can imagine them playing big stages, thousands of people, women taking off their bras and chucking tits yeah. out and everything. Absolutely. I like, want to go, um, uh, get, send us some tickets, please, like, when you're like, in the UK. Like, what's that band that does all that glam rock shit oh, now? Oh, brilliant. Um, Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Yes. You'll, you'll be hard-pushed to find a gig of theirs where they're in the pair of tits hanging out somewhere. Well, they actually play a section where they say, you've got to get your, your top off. Brilliant. I went to their gig, there was about 90 pairs of tits on the stage. Awesome. Did they give them back later? They may have kept every single bra as a. You said that there's loads of tits on stage. It's like you've got women just taking off the tits and throwing them on stage. <laughs> Last time I checked in biology, you can't do that. But you never know. It sounded. Sounds like a Michael Bay film, that. <laughs> Transforming tits. Yeah. But yeah, um, what's to say? It's well produced, it's got loads of energy. It screams right through. It's a good guitar sound to it. You know, it's really lovely, gritty, overdraw, uh, overdriven. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, there's no point looking into the the song as a as a you know deep subject matter. It's not bridge over troubled water or anything like. It is what it is. It comes. It makes a statement, and you know you'll tap your foot to it because I was just tapping my foot in here. Mm. So yeah, very good. What do you think, Rich? It's glam rock. It's White Snake. It's Def Leppard. It's early Bon Jovi. It's all. It's all that. It's all that with the same bells. It's got the same twists, the same turns. It's got the same... T- they took, took all the influences and used every bit of iconic shit that they... Yeah. I've got no problem with them doing that. Because no, not at all, no. They've, they've come and set a stall out and they haven't gone, oh, look at this new. They've just gone, this is what we are. You know, this is what we're like. This yeah. is what we're playing. Yeah, it's good. Um, I can imagine Finland not having a massive hard rock scene. You know, I'm, I'm assuming they got a really heavy metal scene, but as a, a, a hard rock scene that these guys fall into, I can imagine it being quite niche almost. Yeah. I could be very wrong on that, so people in Finland do apologise. It's good. It's yeah. good though. It's uh, it is it is what it is. It's not going to take over the world, unfortunately, unless that scene comes back around again. But I don't think it's coming back around anytime soon. Something I'd like to mention about the Blackbird Sons. Uh, they got in touch and they were really, really sincere and polite. And t- to me, that goes a long way. You know, there was no who, <laughs> when we working or yo, get me on the podcast. You know, it was really nice. It was, we'd love to be part of your project. You know, how do we get our song listened to? It was really nice and polite. So anybody out there who wants to be on the show, take heed from that. Yes, absolutely agreed. Right then. Next song. Next song. Next song is Visitor by Astralingua. Astralingua. Yeah. Yep. Denver-based duo composer Joseph Andrew Thompson and backing vocalist Anne Rose Thompson 
They call their genre space folk. It lies between classical folk, classical folk and psychedelia. Their new album, Safe Passage, due out March the 8th, 2019, is a statement on mortality, isolation, crossing over and moving between worlds. Since their early days together, the duo has embraced a life of nomadism and, like wandering minstrels of old, travels to the corners of the world and sets up for months in different places, writing and recording as they the gypsies, Wayne. They're gypsies, that's what they're saying. Are they called gypsies in America? I suppose they are, aren't they? Nomads. But are they American? Denver? Oh, yeah, Denver. Sure, I didn't. <laughs> you did read that. But that's cause the fact them everywhere. That yeah. Denver gypsies. You don't hear of them very often, American, do you? Yeah. Romanian gypsies, no. Irish gypsies. Oh, and the Denver gypsies. That's a new <laughs> one, that. So, yes, this is Astrolingua with their song Visitor. Thank you. 
Right, that was Astralingua with Visitor. That was their song, Wayne. That's what they did. Yes. Those two people there on their own, they did that song. <clears throat> so, what can we say about them? Um, what can we say about them, Wayne? Right, well, sticking it on, it's... it's oh, God, it's, it's laid back, isn't it? And it's all, oh, it's a bit trippy. It's and, hypnotic. Oh, good word. Oh, yeah. very good word. Yeah. Ethereal. Oh, it's, it's we massive. like that word, don't we? Yes, we do love a theory on the podcast. It is massively ethereal. It is massively, you know, it's it's like they say, dark, spacey folk. It's got, you know, all the reverb turned up to eleven, and and but at the same time, it's soft and gentle, you know, and it sort of leads you through the song on a journey, you know. And it's got a fruit flute solo, and we all know that I love a bloody flute solo. You do like a flute solo, don't you? And this is uh, this is a good flute solo. Mm. I mean, if it's just the two of them making this song, I'm assuming they get some outside musicians. Otherwise, they are if they're multi instrumentalists. That's it's a it's a good feat. It's a good song. I like it a lot. Yeah, they're obviously very they're obviously well versed in their practice. Yeah, if you like, uh, it starts off sounding a bit Spanish. I found, and then it yeah with that. moves into like Celtic tones, and uh, it almost sounds a bit Simon and Garfunkelish as well. Yeah, I find it's nice. It's well, layered it's yeah their vocal harmony is very reminiscent of, of Simon and Garfunkel in the way that it it it, it, it pleasantly moves along you know yeah. it's that they they drift they, they sort of they drift along with the instruments it's not like driven this song at all it drifts you know it, it, it it's almost like chucking a, a, a stick in in, yeah. a, in a river but the voices as well it's like a lot of people in a lot of bands you can have people who sing in they'll have somebody else harmonizing with them and that person will harmonize really well but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the tone of the voice or whatever, the voices don't complement each other. Whereas these, their voices perfectly complement each other. I yeah, find. they do. It's, it, it, it flows along. I'm assuming because they're either, I'm guessing they're husband and wife. I, I, I don't, I, I'd imagine so. They could be brother and sister. I'm guessing they're husband and wife. But because they have a close relationship, they can... They're with each other all day. They they understand how to do that vocal harmony. How the other one's gonna work. And it comes across in their music because it's it flows really nice. You know, I've got I've got this thing about the flow of this song, but it does. It flows really nice. It does. All the like add-on effects that they use are uh, really well incorporated in the song. And as they well. sound natural. I mean, <clears throat> they've, they've they've probably used some synth in there. I'd I'd have thought, but and everything they be, everything yeah. they do has a. A natural feeling. Do you know what? They might not have used any synth. It might be just guitar effects. Yeah. I'm not sure. But it all sounds very natural. Mm. It sounds very earthy. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know what the, the guy's name is, who, who's uh, the lead singer. He's um, and Joseph Andrew Thompson. Right, Mr. Thompson. I'm assuming that he spends a lot of time on working out the sound of his guitar because you can tell he's got the sound. You know, it's it's... There's a bit in the song where it sounds glassy, you know, and you can guarantee he sat down with that and really worked hard with that. Really worked, I want this to sound like this in the song. So, yeah. yeah. It, and it does. It, it, it works. So, well done, Mr. Thompson. Yeah, when I think of them, I imagine <clears throat> them long hair. I've seen the picture. They've both got long hair. They look like hippies. <laughs> They're very hippie-ish. But this is what they do. They they travel about. I'm, I'm assuming this is their full-time job. They just do music. I so. Have. Uh, no idea what the American folk scene's like. I'm assuming it's, you know, uh, sort of like the same as the Blue British Bluegrass, isn't it? Well, no, the folk scene. I'm assuming it's the same as the British folk scene. It's quite fringy. You know, you'll, you'll get specialised places. Like round where we live is Katie Fitzgerald's. They do... Shit. What you done? Dropped a bit of rubber. <laughs> 
I'm assuming it's Katie Fitzgerald, you know, like around here is Katie Fitzgerald's. They, yeah, yeah. they host folk nights and things like that. You go a bit further south, definitely south west, down towards like Somerset and places like that. Bands like this, especially a band from America, would go down a goddamn storm. They would, they would be brilliant down there. Somewhere like Glastonbury on a Friday night in a, in one of their local pubs. It's exactly what you want to see and exactly what you want to hear. So yeah, I'd come to Britain, go to the South West, you'll be greeted with open arms. Come to the come to the uh, West Midlands as well, you'll get stabbed. But, um, <laughs> before you do, we'd welcome, I'd welcome you in a way. So, it's just on, his opinion. On that, on that note, yeah, we'll move on to our next artist, but all their stuff, like all the other, like everything else, will be found on their socials, which we'll leave in the show notes. Very good. Very good. And we're, this is our last artist. This yes. is going to be a short show. This is our last artist, the Greyhound Factory, with their song New Year's Eve. Uh, they're a four-piece unsigned power pop outfit from Cambridge, UK. The band formed in 2016 after finding a genuine mutual love of Big Star, Edwin Star and Ringo Star. While only recently starting to promote themselves more heavily, they have already been featured on BBC Introducing and have played shows and festivals across London and the South East. This is the Greyhound Factory with New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve and we danced on our graves Like a couple of school kids who couldn't behave Said you'd burn away and left your friends If I had you genius, we could do it again I am under your control Sleeping in a hole I'm just waiting all the time for you to come by Every single hour of every waking night
Okay, so that was the Greyhound Factory with New Year's Eve. It was a good song. I enjoyed it. It was uh, I found it very reminiscent of the the noughties, the uh, the the kind of uh, rock pop era of the noughties, like the, like the Killers, the Kaiser Chiefs, you know, Franz Ferdinand, and all those kind mm. of people. That's what I thought. I, it's a nice song. I, I don't really know what else to say about it. Well. I'm picking up on it's a fun song and it's it's a song you'd listen to with your friends before going out on a night out because you know it's all about meeting together over New Year's Eve because that's the name of the song and just you know there's a line in the song is it if I had your genius I'd use it again you know that sort of thing about missing old friends and being with friends and and just having the time of your damn life you know and, and running off and doing that for me uh, I like the fact that he's pulling off in influences see I don't, listening to them the way they're influenced I'd say they're aiming for, like, the Mancunian Britpop era. What, like um, Oasis? No, the Cure and Mock Turtles, Stone Roses, that sort of sound. There's a definite Cure vibe to it, but mm. that's not a bad thing. You know, sometimes a Cure can be quite depressing. I like it. It's If this was on a, a sitcom on BBC Two, and that's not me being detrimental, but it would fit nicely. You know, like a Two Pints of Lager or a Game On, that sort of... Uh, sitcom if you don't know what they are by the way YouTube them they were really good shows uh, and back before Mrs Brown's boys took over and ruined fucking everything besides the point sorry I know and they that, did destroy comedy yeah they really fucking did you know I mean for fuck's sake you had two specials at Christmas for fuck anyway but it's the kind of song you, I know you, like Ricky Gervais would use at the start of one of his sitcoms yeah or something. It's, it's it's upbeat and it drags you in and it sort of gives you a vibe of what it is you know yeah. it's 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 making no airs and graces about it. it's it's guitar pop rock and it's done well you know yeah I've not, well. like I, said, I have nothing bad to say about the song <clears throat> I like the song it's a nice song mm. I just don't really have anything to say about it they're good obviously they're good musicians they they've composed the piece really well I, I, it just it it is what it is it's good I, it'd be a nice gig to yeah, get to as well you it, know it'll go on a, a regular listening playlist quite easily yeah. and yeah. I'd imagine yeah they're, they're yeah. good to go and see live. Yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd rock the place nice and... What rock you... the place nice. Yeah, they would, they'd rock the place nicely. They wouldn't, not, rock you know... the pla- not rock out with the cock out, but just rock the place well, nice. Well, you got, you got Blackbird, something for rocking out with the cock out, you know what I mean? Yeah, with true. this, you, you just want them to come along and you, you just want them... want them to rock the place you nice. Want, you want them to be wearing nice jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> and if it, was, uh, if it was 20 years ago, some nice kickers. Um, <laughs> wow. Maybe some circle sunglasses. Oh, some. Oh no, no. Maybe male. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I could see it being really good. I, I have no idea how how big this band is, uh, and I'm not sure there's even. A I'm market sure they're for on Spotify. Yeah, you? they are. They're on Spotify. They have three thousand three hundred listens a month, so they're not doing too. That's bad. not bad, really. Yeah, it's not. They've got some distance well. to go before yeah. they beat Miley Cyrus's. Uh, th- 30 odd million but yeah yeah so but having said that i like it it's a nice song it, it draws you in from the opening the opening guitar strum and it's uh it does it does it does its job well yes absolutely agreed and that's the end of it wayne that's all of them yes we've fucking skimmed through that haven't we oh yeah mm-hmm. it's funny because i feel better <laughs> but about this one. <laughs> oh yeah this is this is the a, a redo by the way and if not that you care, but it, it is a redo. Yeah. Because the last one was god awful. Well, we were just tired. And we, had a, we, had, uh, tired. we had poor Emma on the last show, and uh, she she did her best, but I think we were just too bloody tired to crack on. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm full of beans. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, 
That's our first episode of the B-Sides. First of many yeah, for season this two, year. Yeah. And uh, we will see you again in a couple of weeks with Quick another one. B-Side. Quick one. Favourite song of the week? My favourite song of the week? Yep. Oh, um, if I have to go back through, I'd probably say it was Astrolingua. I'm going for uh, uh, The Grand Factory the and Grand New Year's Factory. Eve. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. But that's not to take away from the rest of them because they've all been good and that's why we chose them. If they weren't any good, they wouldn't be here. Exactly. So, yes. Anyway, so this has been episode one, season two, side B, in that order, if you like, or some other order. And uh, we will see you again soon. In fact, we'll see you with the the main show, which will have Kayla Hawkins... Next Friday, yes. Kayla Nichols. No, it's Kyle Hawkins, wasn't it? That was the, I'm thinking. Kyle Hawkins was Kyle Hawkins the, was the one. first one. Yeah. Kayla Nichols <laughs> will be our next one. Yes, Kayla Nichols. So this will be released uh, a week just before that. So if you listen to this, next Friday we release episode two of season two with our special guest Kayla Nichols. Yes. You can find us on all the social media platforms, as always. Uh, you haven't heard this music podcast in the Spotify. You can put... You haven't heard this new podcast into Facebook. Google. Just stick it into yeah. Google. Y-H-H-T-M-P-C <laughs> or You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Uh, if anybody's got any feedback as well, please let us know. Message us through any of those platforms. And if it's good, we might, you know, take it under our wing or read it out if it's bad. We'll still read it, but we might not do anything with it. Yes, and yeah. any music submissions can be submitted to Y-H-H-T-M-P-C at... No, that's wrong, isn't it? It's info <laughs> at... YHHTMPC.com. It certainly is. Right, I've been Richard. Thanks for listening. I've been Wayne. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye.